Hello and welcome to this latest episode of Clairvoyant Conversations. I'm your host, Alexander Creek. I'm a professional psychic medium, intuitive uh, numerologist, and I do astrology as well. Um, I do all the things. And on the show, we talk about stars, numbers, mystical, paranormal, psychic stuff. Sometimes I talk um, with guests, with fascinating guests who I have on. And uh, sometimes I just talk to the microphone and talk to you by myself, which is what this show is. It is a solo show, and we are going to be talking about the astrology um, coming up over the next few days. We have Jupiter going retrograde on, uh, on June 20th. We have a full moon in Capricorn on June 23rd. So we'll be talking about those things, including a little brief horoscope for each sign. And we're also going to talk a little bit about Britney Spears and her ongoing court, uh, her ongoing court date stuff, um, including the fact that she is scheduled to um, address the court on June 23rd, which is the date of the Capricorn full moon. And it hits her chart in the most interesting way. And so we'll just do an update on her energy um, as a good sort of teaching tool. So uh, buckle up, strap in, and uh, let's talk about the stars and numbers probably too. All right, let's discuss Jupiter retrograde first. All right, so um, the dates of this retrograde action, um, it stations retrograde on June 20th and then stations direct on October 18th, 2021. So first of all, a planet going retrograde, um, I, I think Chani Nicholas uh said this very well, it, whenever a planet goes retrograde or when it stations direct, it tends to pull focus were the words that she used, which I think is actually a brilliant phrase um, because it sort of, uh, we tend to pay attention to the themes that that planet rules, the theme that the themes that that planet rules in our lives whenever a planet uh, shifts directions um, from our vantage point. And Jupiter in astrology, um, you know, it's, uh, it's it, it it's kind of like this sort of wise teacher Santa Claus energy. Jupiter tends to expand what it touches um, for good or bad, honestly. <laughs> um, but um, we associate Jupiter with luck. We associate it with long journeys, travel, with optimism, with expansion, higher education, spiritual journeys, and um, it's one of the benefics. In astrology, and the shorthand for that is, um, you know, Jupiter in your chart. Uh, it tries to make good things happen for you, and you know, there are there are some times when Jupiter can kind of overdo it. We can associate Jupiter with overdoing of things. You know, when you have like too much Jupiter going on in your chart, it can mean that you might be overconfident about something or that you're doing something to excess, right? But if we want to talk about you know, abundance, manifestation, you know, all these buzzwords and something that I think rightfully a lot of us are really interested in, like, how do I have more abundance in my life? How do I manifest the things that I want, right? And I've been thinking a lot about this. What does this mean when Jupiter is retrograde? So when a planet goes retrograde, like I was mentioning, it tends to pull focus. And when a planet goes retrograde, it we do sort of tend to go inward with these energies and with these themes. So if we're talking about manifestation and we're talking about abundance in our life and kind of creating what we need to create, this is a really good time to look at your limiting beliefs, at 
any subconscious beliefs that might be holding you back regarding your personal expansion around your abundance. Because when this, when I saw this transit coming up in my personal astrology chart, Jupiter actually presides over my second house in my astrology chart. The second house is my income, my values, how I value myself. And it has a direct, and I've noticed Jupiter transits do tend to have a direct effect on my income. Like, you know, the paycheck I bring home, you know, from my various, uh, from my intuitive business. And I was like, and I've been really thinking about, you know, how do I grow my business? Where do I go from here? What is the thing that I should be focusing on? And I was also thinking about this Jupiter retrograde transit. And I think this applies to everybody, not just me with Jupiter ruling over my income sector, but this is everybody. And the answer, and as soon as I sort of asked the question in my mind, um, you know, my higher self answered, my intuition answered, guides, whoever you want to call that. Um, the thought, the words I got in my head was thought patterns. It was almost like the words thought patterns were highlighted in all caps in my brain. And I knew that instantly as, wow, it's really time to really look at my own thought patterns and probably how I keep myself small. Right. And how I think like, oh, this little thing I'm doing is just enough, you know, and I was like, it's really time to kind of look at maybe how I keep myself small, how I keep myself limited and to really start uh, to really start finding those subconscious beliefs that sort of play on a loop in the back of my brain that, you know, also helps to create the reality I live in. So Jupiter going retrograde um, Jupiter stationing retrograde, um, will give you that opportunity to work, to internalize your belief system on how you experience your personal expansion. That's basically kind of how I see this transit going. Now, Jupiter also rules over things like your beliefs, um, religion, law, so, um, in philosophy, so you could also be reevaluating your beliefs toward these things as well. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention during this transit is, um, I mentioned Saturn and Uranus square last week. So we had a Saturn and Uranus square last week on June 14th, 2021 to be exact. And, uh, we're under the influence of this astrology all year for the most part, um, and uh, I mentioned last week, Saturn and Uranus clashing in the sky. Um, Saturn represents restriction, boundaries, things that are permanent, systems, um, order. And Uranus rep represents revolution, upheaval, um, and instability. And so when these two things hit, they're kind of like polar, they're definitely like almost polar opposite energies, right? Uranus is a very destabilizing energy about freedom and Saturn is kind of like, let's keep, you know, um, if, if Uranus wants to make you free, Saturn is like, okay, well, how is that supposed to happen? Like, how is that actually going to occur, right? And I really see Saturn and Uranus kind of clashing as this is a really excellent time to obliterate um, I think limiting beliefs to obliterate systems that are no longer working. So if we think about that in conjunction with this Jupiter retrograde, 
it's a really good time to kind of, you know, to like take things apart, like what is not working for me in my life, especially my beliefs, because Jupiter has a lot to do with our beliefs. All right, now I'm going to mention uh, where Jupiter is retrograding for each sign coming up here in a minute. Um, but let's talk a little bit about this full moon and let's dive into where this full moon is at for every sign along with this Jupiter retrograde. All right, this Capricorn full moon, June 23rd, about 1.39 p.m. Central Time on June 23rd, 2021. This full moon is about three degrees of Capricorn and the sun would be at about three degrees of Cancer. So number one, a full moon is always, um, it tends to bring completion, culmination, uh, like a quickening of events. Could be release as well. Um, I do sometimes you know some drama associated with that full moon, or sometimes it brings news or messages. And it's always a good time. I find any full moon is a good time to do any kind of intuitive work, psychic development work, you know, connection with your guides, um, because the moon, uh, the moon is this, you know, has a, a great. It has a lot to do with our intuition, our subconscious, what is hidden. And the moon also has to do with home, family, and also um, like women and like femme people in general. The moon being in Capricorn, the moon is not necessarily super comfortable in Capricorn necessarily because it's considered fallen in Capricorn, meaning it just isn't, it doesn't do super well in Capricorn, um, but that's totally fine. The moon's in Capricorn a lot. Um, that's in, it just, that's just because the moon rules, uh, the moon, uh, the moon rules Cancer, which is Capricorn's opposite sign. So whenever you have like a planet ruling a sign, the opposite of that's going to be fallen for the most part. Um, but I would say with any full moon in Capricorn, um, it's a good time uh, because Saturn rules Capricorn and uh, Saturn is like, can be associated with boss, like your sort of inner boss, your authority with structure. Saturn is never gonna give you at a, like Saturn is never, gonna, is never going to give you a get out of jail free card. You know, this is a really good, um, any full moon in Capricorn I think is a really good time to kind of put on your adult hat and like get things done. Um, it can be a time of um, achievement. It, it can be a time of like achieving your goals if you've, if you've worked hard at them. And uh, this can just be a really good time of focus and kind of getting things done, frankly, okay? Um, I would say, so the major, like the, the biggest aspect it's making, so um, kind of like the, um, I would say one of the most important aspects it's making is actually a really positive one because um, the sun in Cancer is going to be trining, uh, it's making a very tight trine to Jupiter in Pisces. And remember, I was just talking about all this stuff about, you know, reevaluating your beliefs, right? Your, you know, what, what expands you, but on an internal basis, you know, looking at your belief system. Okay. And that would mean that the moon is also making a sextile to Jupiter as well. A trine and a sextile are both, you know, pretty harmonious flowing aspects. So the moon and the sun have a, have a relationship to Jupiter at this time. So in general, this is actually a good moon about expansion, um, but it, it's going to be kind of on an internal level. And it just, and Jupiter gives optimism. 
you know, this is um, this is actually a more optimistic moon in Capricorn, even though a moon in Capricorn can be like, get your shit done. <laughs> you know, this is um, uh, there's something optimistic about this energy. Um, additionally, um, Mercury is going to be stationing direct. So we're, we're finally getting out of a Mercury retrograde on June 22nd. So the day before. Um, so that's probably going to be speaking loudly as well. So Mercury is going to get back on track. It does take a few days for Mercury to kind of start, you know, because once it stations direct, it kind of stops moving uh, from our vantage point in the sky. So it takes a little bit of time for Mercury to kind of pick up speed. But that Mercury retrograde cycle, um, uh, uh, it ends around the full moon at that time as well. Um, the other thing that's happening in the background is... Um, Venus, the planet of love, money, relationships, self-worth, value, is going to be opposing Pluto, the lord of the underworld, right? Planet of control, of transformation, um, planet, you know, residing over death, frankly. <laughs> so when Venus, when there's a Venus opposite Pluto aspect um, in the sky, uh, the collective on some level um, is, you know, there are themes of, it can be obsession, control, um, uh, but tr also transformation matters of love, relationships, of beauty, of finances. So there can just be themes relating to this kind of playing in the background of this full moon of, um, you know, so basically I just want to say some intensity around um, relationships and your finances at the same time. This is just kind of playing in the background. But in general, I in general I I like this full moon. I don't think it's super super dramatic. Um, and let's talk about where this is going to be, um, where each sign is going to be feeling the action of this astrology this week. Let's check it out. Okay, so we'll start with Aries rising first. And by the way, when I, I do these sort of little mini horoscope signs, I go with the rising sign. So it's if you know your if you can get a hold of your birth time, if you don't know your rising sign, please ignore the siren in the background. So if you have your birth time on, on your birth certificate, um, go look up your uh, your birth chart on I like astroseek.com. It's kind of like the most accurate I found. I, I, I just like that website the most. Astro-seek.com. Um, but if you don't have your birth time, you only have an estimation and you're not sure, just listen for your sun sign. And the rest of you, if you have your rising sign, listen for your rising first and then your sun second. But I like to do the rising because it's just a little bit more accurate. But the, the sun sign may also resonate for you as well. So Aries rising, you have your full moon um, story happening in your 10th house of authority, of career, of your calling, and your public status. Um, so I can, you know, this something with your boss, literally at this time, something with authority figures. Um, it can be a status change. You may, you might have a status change, maybe a status upgrade at this time. It can just have a lot to do with achievement, maybe of your goals, pursuing goals or something like that um, at this time. Um, additionally, uh, that Jupiter retrograde transit. So Jupiter is in Pisces right now in your 12th house of your subconscious beliefs and uh, dreams, um, isolation. 
it's going to be moving back into your 11th house, um, back into um, back into Aquarius um, in a couple weeks um, as Jupiter kind of starts to move backwards. So Jupiter is going to be uh, mostly in your 11th house for the rest of the year, uh, which means that you get a chance to reevaluate your your hopes, your wishes, your goals, and also your friendships as well. Um, and then any groups or networking stuff that you belong to as well. Uh, Taurus rising. So you have your full moon in your ninth house. Um, um, so this is going to be more about um, your belief systems, your worldview. You could be uh, maybe taking a trip, like a long journey, a spiritual journey, or maybe planning for something like that as well, because ninth house... Uh, one of the one of the significations is um, long journeys, right, or long distance travel. Um, it, it could also it's also a house relating to um, law, different stuff with uh, the law or philosophy as well, and it is generally house um, about communication. Um, so Jupiter is expanding you in your. Um, it's currently in Pisces in your chart. It's going to be, it's it's kind of dipped its toe into your 11th house of hopes, wishes, uh, goals, but it's going to be moving backwards into your 10th for the majority of the year. So you're going to get another kind of shot to um, expand your visibility as far as your career, expand your authority. Uh, it could be perhaps that you might be getting along well with authority figures, um, but I it, this is Jupiter's blessing is going to be in the most public house of your chart. So it's all about your reputation, your career, and your public status. Um, so uh, Gemini rising, uh, it is the full moon is going to be rolling through your eighth house. So this is um, a hidden part of your chart. Um, it is um, the eighth house has to do with death and taxes, right? Death, taxes, joint finances, uh, deep emotional experiences. It's a very psychic house. Um, so this could illuminate. Um, this is a good time for any kind of uh, emotional, spiritual healing. Uh, this is a good time. This may just highlight, uh, you, like you might be completing something regarding budget, finances, perhaps something is changing with your partner's income, perhaps something you're, perhaps you're becoming aware of something with your money, finances that you weren't previously aware of. Um, and this could also be, uh, the eighth house also rules over inheritances, money you receive that you don't earn necessarily. So it could be that you're receiving an inheritance or you get a tax refund at this time. Or it could be that you have to pay taxes at this time. Eighth house rules over um, a lot of joint resources stuff, okay? Um, and then I would also say this is a good time for a psychic development, you know, working with the tarot, uh, meditation, um, you know, transformation type stuff. Uh, Jupiter is going to go retrograde um, through your... So Jupiter is in Pisces in your 10th house right now. Um, it's going to backtrack through your 9th uh, when it goes back into Aquarius in a few weeks. So um, uh, when Jupiter uh, goes into your... So it, it's currently kind of... It, it's Excuse me. Wow, I can't talk. So Jupiter is currently in your career sector. It's going to go back into your... You're going to be able to maybe make plans for long journeys, uh, long-distance travel, look at your belief system when Jupiter's in Aquarius. Um, and and it, it could also just expand, um, you know, anything with higher education, learning, law, philosophy... 
uh, spiritual philosophy, anything like that. Um, and then also anything with broadcasting and communication as well. Cancer. Um, so full moon in your partnership sector, right? Because um, if you're a Cancer rising, Capricorn rules over your partnerships. So this is, um, it's going to illuminate your relationships with others in general. If you have a romantic partner, perhaps something is, you're really looking at maybe a situation changing with your partner at this time. I know my partner has cancer rising and we're getting ready to move in together, which is kind of interesting. Um, so, um, so anyway, this also has to do with clients. Um, but basically it's, this is kind of your, your mirror and your house of your, your best friends, your, your, your business partners, your romantic partners all fall under the seventh house. Uh, Jupiter is in your ninth house right now. So it's just dipped its toe into your ninth house, uh, beliefs, uh, education. It's going to go back into your eighth. So um, there's something about joint resources, perhaps um, stuff with, with partnership is going to be coming up for you because the eighth house kind of rules your, your, your partner's money. With the eighth, with Jupiter in the eighth, it could just be saying that you benefit by merging your resources with another person or that you are going to kind of delve into, um, you know, some transformation, some work with the occult, you know, with psychic development, with tarot, with something like that. Or it, it, it's also that you could receive a boost in your finances at this time. Um, I would be aware of taking on too much debt at this time as well, um, because Jupiter makes it easier to take out loans and stuff and take out credit. So you want to make sure that you're not taking out too much. Um, but that's where Jupiter is going to be for most of the year is in your eighth house. All right, Leo rising. Um, so your full moon is happening in your sixth house. Uh, so this would be um, your daily work routine stuff. So because something could be coming up with your workplace, your coworkers, your physical health at this time. Uh, daily work and routines. So it's just going to be highlighting that that part of your chart. So it's just ba basically saying pay extra attention to that. And that's just that that's the stuff that we do every day to, you know, to make, make a paycheck to um, the things that we take care of with our body every single day, our daily routines. That's something you're going to want to look at with this full moon. Something could be coming up with that. You could also be something like something could be shifting at work for you during this time. Uh, Jupiter is currently in your eighth house um, in Pisces, but it is backtracking into your seventh house of partnerships um, at the end. I think it's at the end of July. Um, and so this Jupiter retrograde is going to go back into Aquarius pretty soon. So it's going to be in your seventh house of partnerships. Um, so when it dipped its toe into Pisces, it's dip, it dipped its toe into kind of maybe getting a boost of maybe your partner's making a little bit more money. Maybe there's um, a boost in your shared resources. Um, but, uh, Jupiter going back into your seventh is just going to highlight, it's just going to, you're going to receive expansion, um, through, through partnerships, basically, uh, expansion through cooperation. Um, Virgo rising, uh, full moon is in your fifth house of romance of children and creativity. So this could be that you have maybe some romantic encounter. It could be that you are, uh, something is like resolving or completing or going to the next level as far as a, a, a romantic kind of experience. Um, it could be something with your children as well, just something going on in the, in the lives of your children. Perhaps um, you could even be pregnant at this time as well. So, you know, wrap it up if you don't, if you don't want to get pregnant. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, it's probably not, but you know, just in case. Um, but something could, could be, something could be going on in the lives of your children at this point, or maybe there's some some attention being paid to children. And then I would also say that uh, this is also creative self-expression, your inner child. So it could just be a time of like increased creativity. Um, and really, uh, you're supposed to have fun and kind of have some recreation with the full moon in your fifth house. Um, currently, Jupiter is in Pisces in your seventh house of partnership, but it's going to be backtracking into your sixth house of your daily work uh, routine. Um, so, if you have Virgo rising, you also have Saturn in your sixth house right now as well, too. So, if you're experiencing some... There's definitely some, I feel like, focus or attention paid to health issues or to workplace stuff or to your daily work and routine. So Jupiter being going back into your sixth house is maybe going to provide some solutions to health stuff or to some maybe ongoing stuff with your workplace or your daily routine. So I did want to mention that if you're having some health stuff with Virgo rising. Jupiter going back into your sixth house should maybe help you with some solutions or perhaps give a sense of expansion or release. So Jupiter going into your sixth house is I think it's going to be is going to be good for you. Uh, Libra rising. Um, so Libra rising, your uh, full moon is going to be uh, in your fourth house of home and family in the most in one of the most I think it's the most hidden part of your chart. Um, and uh, this kind of, you know, your home and your your private life, your ancestry could be also real estate as well. Um, so definitely attention being paid to this part of your chart, to the home and family, and to your private life, and to just kind of, um, uh, this would be, I think, a time, a little bit of a time of retreat a little bit, or more attention being paid to these issues. Uh, Jupiter is in your sixth house right now, so I would say... Um, I am totally blanking. Okay, so Jupiter in Pisces is in your sixth house. So it, there's just more expansion opportunity for maybe work, uh, an expansion to your health. Um, and it's going to backtrack to your fifth house when it goes back into Aquarius. And uh, this is going to be um, around, uh, so anything in relation to children. So uh, again, this is a good time to get pregnant when you have Jupiter in the fifth. Um, anything with artistic expression or romance. And it's just saying when Jupiter goes into Aquarius, you need to focus on having some fun on creating and expressing yourself. Scorpio. Scorpio rising. So full moon in your third house. So this is the house of communication. Um, something could, something could be coming up actually around your, uh, it's like where you're living, your community, your neighborhood, um, transportation, like how you kind of get from point A, point A to point B is also your third house. So it could be something re like relating to your vehicle or your car. And, um, also you also, if you have these siblings, it could be just something coming up with your siblings as well. Um, but really how you communicate, it could be just more attention being paid to a communications project. Um, and also just kind of, you know, highlighting how you write and speak. And when you have Capricorn presiding over your third house, it's saying like, you need to speak with authority. Um, so all of these stuff around communication is going to be coming up for you as well as, um, short trips, like day trips, like places that you get to via car could be coming up, um, around your, your third house as well. So third house rules a lot of different stuff. Uh, Jupiter is currently in Pisces in your fifth house. So it's, um, 
kind of giving a little a little action and in, in boost to recreation to uh, to romance to your creative self-expression um to anything relating to children uh, it's going to go back into aquarius pretty soon and when it does it's going to go into your fourth house of home and family so it, it could be an expansion of home of where you are living um, it could be um, also, um, you know, it's like anything relating to your home and your nest, your private life. Um, that's kind of where Jupiter is going to be with Jupiter going back into Aquarius. Okay, Sagittarius rising. So we have um, your full moon in Capricorn has to do with your income. So it could be uh, something relating to your income, expenses, your budget, your paycheck, something coming along with that. It could be something completing in that area. It could be getting a boost to your income at this time, but more attention being paid to your money and your paycheck, your sources of income. Um, also this has to do with your values and your self-worth as well. So it's going to highlight like how much you value yourself. Um, so, uh, Jupiter is in Pisces right now. It is currently in your fourth house of home and family. So perhaps there's some expansion around the home, just a preview of that. And it's going to go back into your third house of transportation of your local neighborhood of, of your community and your communication. So you're kind of learning to perhaps communicate uh, in a more effective way when Jupiter goes back into into uh, Aquarius at the end of July. So um, and this, this could also be you might be purchasing a new vehicle, you might be taking more trips, there might be more focus on communication or your siblings with Jupiter going into your third house at the end of July. Capricorn rising, uh, you have your full moon. So you are the star of this full moon, actually. Um, so this is everything from, you know, your persona, your physical body, your relationships, your attitude and approach to life, everything about you. This is kind of a, an identity shift, perhaps, with, with this full moon. This is a time of, you know, to really maybe set intentions and like, how do I want to expand, right, with that influence of, of Jupiter right now. Um, but this could be some sort of chapter ending or beginning, something kind of uh, refreshing and, and completing out in your life with this full moon in Capricorn. It's a big release for you. Um, as well, Jupiter in Pisces is in your third house of communication. It's going to backtrack into Aquarius at the end of July into your second house. Uh, so you'll have some opportunities with Jupiter in your second house from uh, from the end of July through most of most of 2021 to boost your income and your um, your 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 value in yourself, your self worth, right? So income, self worth, value. I see like finance boosting for you. So if you want to consciously kind of put your attention on that, I think that would be very valuable for you. Um, just because Jupiter in in your in your second can definitely can definitely um fatten your wallet. Um, I would also say with Jupiter going into your second house is you want to watch your expenses as well, because it could just say that you're spending more money right now or that you're spending the money that you are earning. So just kind of watch out for that. Aquarius rising. This full moon is in your 12th house. So this is definitely a retreat, rest, reflect full moon. This could be a time of like going into nature, going into some, you know, like meditation retreat, that kind of energy. I would also maybe pay attention to your dreams, your intuition. I would spend some time journaling, connecting with your guides, with your higher self, with your ancestors, all of that stuff. And this is going to put some attention on your subconscious beliefs as well. Anything that is hidden to you. Um, Jupiter is 
in your second house, it's Jupiter is in, in Pisces and it's in your second house of income. So when Jupiter dipped its toe into Pisces, you may have seen a little preview of maybe your, your income going up or just a little boost to your confidence. It's going to go back uh, when it goes back into Aquarius, it's going to go back into your first house. So this is um, when at uh, the end of July, when it ingresses back into Aquarius, it's going to be about personal expansion. We know when Jupiter first went into Aquarius, you might have, you know, experienced some sort of personal expansion, maybe new relationships, maybe new ways in which you see yourself or present yourself to the world. Um, this is going to give you a chance to reevaluate those things and we tweak those things, but you're definitely getting more personal expansion with Jupiter going into your first house and just more of a dose of optimism as well. And it just expands you in your world. Okay. Um, Pisces rising finally. So we have your full moon in your 11th house. So this has to do with your goals, wishes, you know, what you want to manifest as well as, um, uh, you could be maybe completing something relating to a professional group, network association, or people who kind of share like-minded ideals as you. It could be something around your friendships as well come up during this time. Perhaps there's more attention being paid to your friendships or your cliques. And it's also, um, it's also has to do, I think, with coworkers as well. Um, so just kind of watch all that. It's, the 11th house is a very social house. Um, so more, more attention paid to those things. Pisces rising, you have Jupiter and Pisces in your first house right now. So this is, so while Jupiter is in Pisces, it is going to, it's expanding you, it's expanding your relationships, perhaps your worldview, that maybe you have a more optimistic attitude and there's a more, op, there's more expansion that you're experiencing right now. Um, it's going to go, it's going to go, and this is just a preview of that. You get your sort of full dose of that more in 2022. Um, Jupiter is going to go back into your 12th house of your subconscious beliefs and of your intuition and kind of going inward. So, oops, sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, on the end of July, it's going to go back into that. So this is going to be a really good time to refresh your subconscious beliefs, to look at maybe where you are limiting yourself. And if you have anything like anxiety, depression, this is a good time to work on those things because Jupiter can provide solutions. It can provide a little bit of optimism. So um, that's what I would say you're going to be working on. So it's a good time to reflect, to meditate, to journal when Jupiter goes into your 11th or when Jupiter goes into your 12th house at the end of July. Okay, let's talk about our Britney Spears update now. So those of you who have kind of fallen, been following the news or, you know, are just gay <laughs> are, are aware um, uh, that she's been uh, in a really weird legal situation for a very long time. Um, and I'm going to kind of stay away from commentary on things that I really don't know about. Um, and I just want to talk about um, I talk a little bit about what's going on with 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 her energy. So basically, she's been in a um, so she's been under a conservatorship a conservatorship since I think about two thousand seven two thousand eight uh, when she you know had her sort of infamous uh, kind of public public meltdown basically right. And uh, basically, her father is, um, and you know, a couple other people are basically in charge of her finances and a lot of her personal affairs. And it's highly unusual. Um, I, I, I recommend checking if you're interested in the subject. I recommend checking out uh, the documentary on Hulu. It's called, I think, Framing Britney Spears. I think it's what it's called. It kind of breaks it down a little bit more. I'm not going to do that here. But it's interesting to look at her numerology and her to in her astrology and this whole like free Britney thing, like let her kind of run her own life, basically, right? So, um, 
So what is interesting is she is scheduled to address the court herself. I don't think she's done that yet. Um, so she's scheduled to address the court herself regarding her ongoing case because she wants control, more control over her own finances. Because um, basically, I think her father is like a, uh, he basically ends up with um, a lot of her money or like, he gets a portion of her income, which is, it's very, it's very, it's very, very strange. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So, um, she's scheduled to address the court, um, on this full moon in Capricorn, which is so, so interesting. So fucking fascinating. So she's scheduled to address the court on this full moon. Okay. So this full moon is at three degrees of Capricorn. And according to, uh, and this is really dependent if her birth data is accurate. But the most popular chart for Britney Spears has her ascendant at um, two degrees of Libra, right? And so her her IC, so the point in her chart that has to do with home, with family, um, with that with that kind of stuff, uh, is at two degrees of Capricorn. So that full moon is falling right on her IC. And is frankly kind of, uh, it is aspecting all these really major angles in her chart. So this full moon is extremely significant for her. When a lunation touches your chart, um, you know, that significantly, the person with that chart is likely to experience that lunation as being very, very significant, right? And, you know, I don't know if this is good or bad necessarily. I'm not saying whether it's good or bad for her uh, in this case. I'm just saying it's a very significant moment. And it's really, it's really interesting to see the astrology, of course, line up with that. So looking at a couple of the aspects in her chart right now, what with these transiting planets, the planets moving about the sky are doing to her natal chart, um, Saturn, you know, that planet of structure, of responsibility, of that restrictive energy is making a conjunction, meaning it's basically right on top of her, her natal moon. Um, you know, the moon is about your emotions, how you are nurtured, can, can have to do with the home and family. So, um, and one of the significations of Saturn can actually be father as well, can be about, um, or, or kind of like the more sort of, you know, restrictive disciplinarian kind of parent, right? Authority figures, which is interesting to see that's right over her moon currently. And this is energy, you know, that can make you very, uh, it can bring like a serious flair to your emotions. It can make you more serious at that time. It can really kind of make you evaluate your your life, your emotional life, your family. Um, additionally, uh, her moon in her chart uh, is actually rules the 10th house of her career and of, of you know, her, her, her reputation of, and of her, her public status. So this is sort of taking authority. This is taking ownership, I feel like, of her, her public persona and of her public status. And what's interesting in her chart as well, uh, when you look at her natal chart, um, so uh, she has Jupiter in her second house. Uh, she was born with that. So, um, you know, that's a kind of a classic indicator of, you know, someone who can make you know, you know, a good living, right? Because Jupiter expands what it touches. The second house has a lot to do with income. Um, but where you get the extreme nature of her wealth and, you know, all her money, right? We want to look for something like Pluto um, because Pluto is like really a planet of extremes. 
and we see Pluto is conjunct her Jupiter in her chart, right? So um, this is saying to me, like, this kind of brings in that extreme factor of her wealth, right? And this is someone who's, you know, whose chart, there is a lot of extreme uh, abundance, extreme, uh, you know, expansion as far as the money that she can make. Uh, Pluto also has to do with things, um, you know, about control, power struggles, right? So it's interesting to see that signification kind of play out as well, because this whole deal is about a power struggle. Additionally, uh, transiting Pluto, so Pluto moving throughout the sky, is coming is retrograde right now, and it's going to be conjunct her natal Venus. So Venus, um, you know, Venus in general signifies you know relationships, uh, one's money, like you know your wealth. Um, so and Pluto can be can represent forces, you know, like powerful sort of forces, like people that have more resources than you. And it can represent a power struggle. And it's interesting at this time. Uh, and Pluto is a very slow moving planet. So it's been hovering pretty close to her Venus for a long time. Um, but it is um, it is coming closer to it. Um, it's about one degree away and it's applying, meaning that it's, you know, moving closer to it um, during when she is um, addressing when she's addressing the court. Now, in her numerology, um, she's also in a one personal year. So this is a year of new beginnings for her. Uh, one can signify, you know, being in a one year can signify having to find your courage, having to find, stand up for yourself, um, having to kind of stand on your own two feet, find your independence, but it can be, it's a year of new beginnings, right? It's a year of like, uh, taking ownership, asserting yourself. And, um, I think this is actually, um, you know, this is something that's pretty positive at least. Um, and, She's also in a current cycle in her uh, in her numerology of she's under a sixteen essence a sixteen seven essence, so this can be you know it wouldn't surprise me over like the next year or two of like things happening perhaps in her life that are very private that are not going to be publicized necessarily because seven has to do with things that are like in the closet. And it can find it can be really connecting with your faith and spirituality. Um, and it can be also um, this energy that sixteen has to do with the tower and the tarot. So it can be also a feeling of the structure of your life totally changing. So under this influence, um, I would say when she's age thirty nine now, I would say maybe when she turns forty one, there is a sense of freedom. There is a sense of expansion, of freedom, of liberation, I want to say. So I feel like this is going to be undergoing for quite some time. And I would suspect around age 41 is maybe when things hopefully wrap up and there's a sense of I could see her communicating more during this time, maybe writing, publishing, changing something about her life. And there's a more active kind of social presence around that time. And she's also... Um, She's going in and uh, she's she's just beginning an eight pinnacle. This is the last thing. She's just beginning a period of life where she's going into a chapter of the eight. The eight is, it represents power, financial control, controlling one's own resources. Or it represents wealth. It represents business. So I feel like she's going to um, be maybe taking on more agency over her finances, 
um, over her personal resources and also uh, maybe also some new extreme business uh, endeavors as well. I consider just taking on some more business business endeavors during this time, kind of being more of the CEO um, over the next nine years. So um, I do feel like she's hopefully on a positive trajectory, um, but I thought it was fascinating that the astrology of that full moon has everything to do with her speaking with authority, with addressing the court, addressing all these personal issues um, and issues around her finances on the full moon. I thought that was absolutely fascinating. All right, that's all I have for this week. Um, if you are wanting an intuitive reading um, or a session with me or a numerology reading with me, please reach out or um, find me um, on my, find me at my, my new website isn't live yet. So I'm still using my old one. So just, uh, whatever links I have on, on Instagram, if you just click on the link in bio or the same thing on my TikTok account, link in bio will take you to my website, my scheduler, and, um, we'll let you know what I am doing. Uh, so that's all for this week. Um, if you like the podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever, wherever you're listening, leave a nice review. It really helps for people to find it. And um, awesome. Well, I hope you have a lovely full moon and thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye.